The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Hey, Patrick. Hey, How did uh, We have one headset in the studio today. Actually, we have two. TJ has his own. But told me and Patrick and our guest Michael Cox that we don't we need, don't even he get thinks it. we're cool without it. And then I look up at him, he looks like Mickey Mouse. Wait, are we on the radio? And then you tried to pull the other headset and it didn't work. I, know. <laughs> I, I got denied. How'd that feel the claim was denied. Yeah, the, uh, these that's this like is the Kimbe uh, Matumbo for all of you <laughs> '80s kids. 90s you too. come inside and try to dunk on Dikembe. He said, "No, no, no!" He his finger at you. He had a big finger too. That guy had some. And then Michael hands. Jordan, for all of you who don't remember, I like going down memory lane. Dunked on him. And then when he shot a free throw, he said Dikembe, and he closed his eyes and hit a free throw. That's right. You remember that? That's right. That's why his rookie cards were. That hey, that's almost thousands. that's almost as cool as hitting a chip shot with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. No, I've seen you do it. It's well, unbelievable. One arm chip shot. It's a lesson. I took. It's unbelievable. I took a it's lesson good. on chipping. A yeah. lesson on chipping. I, listen, it worked from my golf coach Steve. Great Steve. golf coach. Yeah, yeah. And it's a drill to make sure you're using the the only arm that you should use when you're chipping. Makes sense. Instead the right of, arm. Instead of a right lot of people try to get real handsy with it, and that's what yeah. happens with me. And, and I do. And I skin it across and lose the ball and yeah. cry and get mad that my clubs <laughs> quit. I'm not a quitter. Don't quit. I'll go one arm. Don't quit. Don't quit like these headphones did. The, the, uh, TJ, TJ quit you. The task cams. Man, I'll tell you one thing. We are flying through summer. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I asked right. a fellow yesterday. I said, how's your summer going? He said, it's gone. I said, it is mid-July. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess some schools, I mean, what your um, your kids probably start back middle August, early August, depending on, I mean, some get off earlier and they start earlier, and some, I think Mecklenburg County I honestly don't later. know when my kids start school. I don't I either. hope Reagan has them in line, yeah. and they're going to get an education this year. That'd, That'd be, be good. good. I think they're doing all right. I hope. Yeah? I, I'm a, I have faith. I have faith that they're going to do fine. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't even tell hey, you. Hey, Patrick, when. factoid. Fa- factoid? Somebody told me this yesterday. What you got? What is the hottest temperature ever recorded? Oh, you're stealing on top of Grandfather Mountain. I, I know the answer. According, oh, oh, you're the guy that told me that. According to the zip drive they handed to us when you go in, it's pretty cool. Now they give you a uh, what do you call that? A zip drive where you plug it in. You know, uh, anyways, I've never plugged so a zip drive you, into my car. They give you one. I didn't even know. You how to said do. that yesterday. You plug you it in your me car. This factoid. Yeah. The factoid. I, it went in one ear and out the other. I didn't believe the fact. It was a because fact. Because you said you plugged a zip drive into your car, which I don't even know how that's possible. Well, there's a lot of things on your car that you might not know are possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise you this. The last time I went to Grandfather Mountain, yeah. if, they, if they gave me a zip drive, yeah. I didn't use it. Well, you should use it. You would know that 81 degrees, according to the zip 81 drive, degrees. Was the highest temperature. Which my, I guess, still don't, I, my guess was I like, like 102. That That's, I feel like I heard it wrong, too. I mean, I thought it would have got hot up there one TJ, day. look that up. You looking it up? No. No, but anyway, so they have the other cool thing I told you, if you remember, is that when I was listening to my zip drive in my car... Um, the, the Forrest Gump scene where he's running up the hill. I don't believe that either. It's called Forrest Patrick, Gump your, Hill. Your credibility on this is zero. It, I'm telling you, man. Look, and it I'm up. gonna be honest with you. 
You're good for some dumb facts. I just don't know if they're right. <laughs> I'm the king of dumb facts. And you so know, anyways, and you think you can explore them on me. What you got, TJ? Highest recorded temperature, July 1st, 2012, 83.2 degrees. 83. Oh, wow. He was wrong. I knew it. I, was I definitely know it that says, Tom hold, Hanks hold. did not go to Grandfather what, Mountain. What day, what day was that? July 1st, 2012. 2012. So maybe it's an old zip drive. The question is, when Tom Hanks <laughs> visited Grandfather yeah, yeah. Mountain, he visited did he go gym mining? Did he go? I don't know. Well, I, when I, I go to the mountains, I gym mine. You get a wheelbarrow. I got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> David Sheffer, repeat. Uh, he's been on the radio before. Yeah. Listen to his show. David Sheffer, you can podcast and everything. Great friend of mine. Uh, we went up President's Day weekend, right. and, and, and we bought the $500 wheelbarrow. But you split it up a bunch of but you, you and there, oh we were handing out rocks yeah there were a bunch to, of kids, we were like yeah. we were like the government I think your price per gym, <laughs> your, your your price per gym goes down we were giving out big rocks yeah I mean you know you give them twenty dollars rock or something and keep them quiet oh okay <laughs> oh I was, I'm being silly <laughs> I know nah you are. but I'm gonna tell you this when you're at the gym Cats mine gotcha. when you're at the gym mine and you roll the wheelbarrow out between the troughs people start cheering they're like yay <laughs> it's like ordering a, you've been to the beach where you get the like the, the titanic it's like a banana split with like 46 scoops of ice cream in it what are you talking about i'm talking about <laughs> the titanic ice cream 46 the titanic scoops. went down <laughs> well, and something you, else you, went down that's bad if news. you get 40 scoops six scoops down you're gonna be feeling pretty rough i feel like too it's, that's probably what's called i kind of connotated with unlimited crab legs oh yeah at yeah. the beach oh my gosh crabby they do mics? that anymore they do that still is crabby mike still around i hope so <laughs> i hope so we would go to a place i we would go to De- destin or panama city i got a question for you when you're on the beach and you see the little airplane with the crabby mike's banner flying <laughs> all you can eat do you smell crab legs <laughs> I, I think mean, that's just the ocean. Dog. It comes across my nose. <laughs> Get excited! <laughs> yeah, you think they're dropping something oh, out of the back man. of that plane? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like those hotel incense that Scott Disick uh, advertises for now. You know, you you know we go late. to the Noel. We have stayed at the Noel in Nashville. Reagan enjoyed the smell so much, you know, that we yeah, have it on our system. Yeah, they're trying to right. get Roby Services to sell this to you clients out there. Yeah. Roby Services will put uh what's it guy? I don't know what it's, what it's called. Reagan will tell you. Not InfoSense a, or something. Something. Call what's Roby you, Services yeah. and get it on your system for a couple thousand dollars. Your house can smell fresh and clean. Clean. Apparently, Scott Disick sells it. Well, no, he sells like a candle thing. I think, or what, what do you call it? An infuser. I Man, I was watching HGTV the other day, and Scott Disick showed up. He's selling some hotel scent. If you don't know who this is, it, all, he's it's, nobody. It's all good. So, just so you know. All right, we got a great guest today. We got Michael Cox. He just so happens to live on Bright Road. He's been on the radio show before. He's an investor, a real estate developer, a young whippersnapper, but he's going to talk about his new venture that he's opening in approximately a month when we return Michael Cox. You're listening to At Home with Road. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the first segment, go back. You can check it out on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all wow. social, social media medias. sources. Well, there's a new social Because we media. out there and everywhere. Have you, have you downloaded Thread yet? I've never heard of it. And I want to hear it's about Facebook. it. Stop, yeah, it's Twitter. Please. They're trying to go for the Twitter jugular. It sounds. What'd like- you ask me yesterday? <laughs> if I have AI writing my emails for me? No, I said you can have AI write your. Emails. I have a problem delegating, so no. 
<laughs> well, hold on. Before we and get I my feel thoughts. like me and TJ are getting attacked by by you guys. Y'all think y'all are techno fools? <laughs> I mean, Michael's only what are you twenty <laughs> two? Close. I mean, you're bringing this whole generation of geekiness to to the radio. Oh, man, hey, we're, we're doing what we can. TJ's like, I don't know how to use a zip drive in the car. I'm like, me neither. And then y'all start attacking us. <laughs> You know, so it's it's just really it's like a two step process. You take the zip drive, <laughs> you flip it open. You get if you have a USB port in your car, you plug it in, and boy, you sound like me trying to tell my older friends <laughs> how to podcast the first segment of the show. They're That's like, it. I missed the first segment. I'm like, well, podcast well, it. Patrick like, said, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, podcast is for young people. This USB drive is going to be infamous after this one. People are going to be asking you for it. I, I, it's pretty cool that they do that at Grand, Grandfather National. You told State me yesterday yeah. that you got an MC Hammer tape signed <laughs> by MC Hammer. Hey, that's that's pretty cool. This is true. I feel like I told the story on the radio show before. I think my first tape. I, I don't think this is my first top five tapes I ever bought was Millie Vanilli. Millie, I don't what do you think about Millie? that? They got caught lip syncing. They they made a lot of money. Yeah. Lip syncing. Blame it on the now rain, they got rain, TV rain, shows rain, on it. Rain, rain, rain. You can do it now. Yeah, hey, Michael. Hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good guys. Thanks good. for having me. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I've been MC. trying to have you on every time. It's like two hours before the show, and I didn't do my job and get a guest. <laughs> we ask you to come on. Hey, thank you. And you're here. Listen, wow. I, I, I try to uh, be flexible here, and we made it, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm. I, it's a complete, complete joke. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to live beside you, and it's great. Um, you came out last night to tell me you couldn't hang out. Went back inside. <laughs> he just appeared. You made me actually consider that if you were a bad guy, I would have been done. Because <laughs> you snuck up on me. I, oh, that, that is true. Uh, I try to be honest about when I can and can't hang. I always enjoy hanging, but every once in a while i got to shut it down. So Michael is a young, young fellow. What are you? Literally, 28? 33. 33. <coughs> I was even thinking you were 35, so you're younger than I thought. Uh, and you used to wrestle. You wrestled in college. Yep. At Appalachian State. State, correct? Yep, that's right. So you always get a little jumpy late, I, later in the evening. You start pushing me around. <laughs> I don't. Reagan don't. I don't need my head damaged any I, any further. Wrestling is one of those um, sports where you know you can't just call your buddies and say, "Hey, do you want to go wrestle somewhere?" So the times it comes in handy these days are bachelor parties, and then late night Saturday nights. Those are the only times you, you normally can wrestle people. So I say this, I grew up in the 80s, 90s, you know, I was a boxing guy. <laughs> I used to like Riddick Bowe and Mike Tyson, that was the heavyweight guys, Riddick and Bo. you had the featherweight guys, I think mate Floyd Mayweather and guys like that. And uh, So Riddick Bowe's been on the show, Riddick Bowe Byram. <laughs> he has, <laughs> and he gets frisky that's too. His, uh, so so you, I've never was in the UFC, which is the new world of, of boxing or fighting or, yeah. you know, MMA, mm-hmm. uh, until you move next door and you like to rent the fights mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and my family now we go in together, mm-hmm. uh, and, and pitch in and, and we watch these UFC fights. I think there's generally six fights on the card. Uh, there was five, five. last Saturday. Yep. But around that number. Yep. And, uh, I, I usually watch the first fight and then go to sleep. <laughs> So uh, they start pretty. Our, Consistency is uh, key in life. But our kids kind of watch it. Yeah. But it's fun. It is fun. It, Those it guys is. are talented and women. Extremely talented, hardworking. I mean, it, amazing the levels that they're at. Obviously, you know, nothing compared to 
my wrestling background, and I, I don't quite know what your boxing background is. I assume it wasn't quite at that level, but backyard maybe close. Brawls. Backyard brawls mostly. That's kind of what. But I yeah, grew it's up fun. With. It's it's a sporting event, <laughs> which is fun to watch with with you, your family, and you know maybe it's something we talked about this Saturday too, hosting every Sunday a little Panthers tailgate. For the oh, fall on Bright Road. On Bright Road, which I, I'm hoping that happens, and hopefully we get some friends to come over. So what do you think about Bright Road, Michael? Uh, it's a great place. Uh, for who, you know, whoever's visited, they, they know how special it's it magical. is. magical. It is truly magical. I like what you say about it each time we're out there hanging out, which is, you know, if you paid to Airbnb <laughs> these houses, I mean, you would be ecstatic about what you paid for, where you're at, and what you're doing. I said I that last true. night about 20 times when Mike Campbell and I were sitting outside in the in the crickets were chirping mm-hmm. i mean it's music mm-hmm. and i'm looking at the river in the background and the and the lights and the playground that we have mm-hmm. and i said man this would be a very expensive airbnb down <laughs> in the caribbean <laughs> islands maybe, maybe your up. house not mine but yes agreed so uh so tell us what your venture is you got cook you got a bunch of things going on you are a true entrepreneur uh, deal junkie is how I like to word deal it. Deal junkie. That, that's how my wife words it. I just, you know, I get ADHD bad. I think like probably all of us in this room, but you know, I get excited. So yeah, the venture I think we're here to talk about today is, is obviously the reopening of, of Fat Burrito. I think we teased it a little yeah. bit last time, but at this point, right, it's, it's a little less of a pie in the sky idea. And, you know, now we're actually hiring people and, and looking yeah. towards opening. The old fat burrito, the the legacy in Over Charlotte. We know you you read. I read this about every couple of weeks about all these legacy restaurant diners, you know. Uh, yeah, that have closed. Yeah, Mr. K's, Zach's, Fat Burrito, prices, prices, prices chicken, chicken, chicken right food. across the street uh, from the old Fat Burrito. You know yeah. the hot dog stand up in Noda Greens, yeah, uh, or a, it's and you bought the brand. Yep. And ha- and have become educated on the recipes. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other night. Mm-hmm. You try. I mean, you didn't bring us lunch. Uh, David <laughs> Sheffer, David Sheffer, who was all into my eye doctor, was his business. He brought us some and, Maui and gems. FYI, evidently, uh, yeah. I was about to say national take twenty eight burritos liner. to uh, yeah. give me a pair of Maui gems. <laughs> but uh, I, now I feel bad. We'll, we'll have uh, to run it back and, and do a lunch. Maybe. Maybe he'll take me to dinner on the boat. There, there you go. go. I don't think he can get but, to his uh, fat burrito by boat. So though. tell us the process. How'd you come about this? I think it is so cool and so exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So you know the full kind of backstory that that I tell people for the process is a little long, but happy to share it. Is you know, so I went to school as you mentioned, Appalachian State, and in my opinion, part of the lure of Appalachian State is Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, Boone's of a magical place. It's a wonderful place. If you like anything outdoors, it's it's great. But what truly was awesome for me was a lot of the locally owned, you know, mom and pop restaurants, stores, sure. everything else. When Appalachia State went Division One, you know, a lot of these kind of larger corporate restaurants came in, which is fantastic for the town of Boone, the growth and everything else. But what happened was the locally owned restaurants had to start competing on rents, everything else. And so a decent number of them kind of got ran out of town. Fast forward, you know, number of years. I'm in Charlotte working in South End at this point. And you see kind of a similar story. South End is exploding in large part due to the light rail and everything else there. You're seeing these restaurants that have been Charlotte staples for years and years. You know, whether they're ready to just retire, whether they're shutting down because they can't afford the new rents. You know, everyone's got a specific story. But I was just sitting there and said, hey, I'm going to grab one of these. I want to keep it for Charlotte. I want Charlotte to have its, you know, its restaurant that people know it for. And that just so happened to be Fat Burrito. So... 
through a, a, a relationship of a relationship of a relationship, I get a hold of Stephen Justice, which is the original Fat Burrito yeah. owner. Um, cold called him. He founded this. He founded it, and yeah, in 95 or 96. I, I can't remember. Stephen Justice. Got him, Stephen Justice. And so, you cold called him. <clears throat> cold called him. Through, didn't know the guy. Yeah, didn't know the guy. And this he, is hustling, folks. Um, His location was where, uh, is it Flower Child that's there now? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, yeah, just yeah, so Hamlin Road. Right. That's the first, yep, yeah. that's the first one. You know, right I have all this in my. You didn't think I had this much capacity. I actually am impressed with your memory on real estate, where it's at, and street names. <laughs> um, so I, you know, Stephen and I worked out a deal. We we had uh, kind of a, a mutual idea of what it could a time be. out. Yeah. What did he say when you finally cold called him? I, you know, I don't remember that. Because I think this is great. That was two thousand people need to understand. Nineteen. I, I don't. You've been working on this for four years. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Hold on. So four years ago, you finally found his number. Yep. How'd you get his number? So through, uh, actually, my dad's got a friend named David Jewell. David Jewell is a partner in a number of restaurants and other businesses, but David was friends with him, and so I ended up getting his number through David. Um, Okay, we got to go pay some bills. We're getting into this. I just want everybody to take note. Stuff doesn't happen by happen chance. I mean, or overnight. The man is using relationships, using network. You hear all these stories all the time about it's all about relationships. Until you get older, you don't understand what that means. He's using his relationships. He's weaving, meandering, trying to figure out how to get a hold of Mr. Justice, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And finally, four years ago, you do. We're going to hold it there. Will you stick around? Absolutely. Love to. Fat Burrito, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Thank you, Michael Cox. We'll be back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last couple segments, go back. Uh, podcast us, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media feeds. Trent, we got Michael Cox from Fat Burrito. Amongst- I feel so good. It's so I, I'm, We're so blessed to be able to do this show every week yeah. and hang out with TJ. But but it, it's a platform that allows us to get together and tell old stories and reminisce and joke and talk about business philosophies. We, well, no, I agree. And, and we, share them. And where we left the last segment is we're talking about the hustle and grit that Michael had to get to this point with Fat Burrito being a month or two, give or take, out from opening. I want to say this. When we bought, our, everybody thinks that, the Roby family and, and kind of me is synonymous with the West Side and West Moorhead and Wilkinson yeah. Boulevard. And over time, you know, peck a little peck and peck a little peck, and eventually you got a couple little pecks, a little piece of property. But when we bought our first piece of property, I started cold calling these folks, wonderful people, in 07. Which one was this one? The Co- corner property. The original yeah, I, property. I, I thought so. Our corner sure. of West Moorhead and Wilkinson. And I tell this story all the time. I was calling a, a phone number I looked up and leaving messages on a home answer machine, old school, you know, with the tape in it. And it was Saturday. Saturday, I was going to work on a rental house at 8 o'clock in the morning, hustling. And I left my fourth message on this answer machine. I said, hey, I'm calling about this piece of property. The son happened to be at the house picking up the mail. His mama was in the hospital. His dad, who I was leaving the message for, had been passed away for years and years. Oh, wow. And I was saying, this is my last message. I don't want to bother you guys anymore, but please call me back. And that's how, I mean, then it took us, actually, (laughs) a recession, 
and three years later we bought that piece of property so it took us three years wow Follow say up all that is so cool to when you start asking details you've been working on fat burrito now four years uh so 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 what do you say when you called him uh one, one point on what you said real quick I, I i think that is a common misconception with people oh yeah that are that are successful <clears throat> in business right is everyone thinks it's an overnight success it's an overnight it's success I mean, story. It's, it's grinding and grinding and grinding and no grinding. i mean how many um, how many times now i mean not to i want to make sure we get back to uh, your conversation with uh, Stephen justice but how many times do people now call you and, and, and ask you about that property? And it's like, you know, you, they don't know any of this stuff. And they don't care because people are out for themselves, which is fine. Just understand, go third person and understand how things work and operate. Um, I, You know, I mean, I like it. I'll tell you this. So I, I give away, check it out, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Get your kids to read it, Teenage Kids. My mom bought it. We talk about this on the show all the time. It's one of the books she bought when I was 15 or 16. Heard about it on Bob and Sherry, Books for Kids. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I give the book out, and I tell people, if you read it, I'll refresh myself on it, and I'll take you to dinner and buy you dinner, and we'll talk about it. Well, my daughter Tatum's 15. She read it. And she's an excited entrepreneur, you know that. Mm -hmm. And so I bought it on tape, and on our road trip last week, I listened to it. Uh, and I started hitting, he got me excited again. You know, this book that people are like, oh, it's a fable, it's a kid's book, it's this, it's that. That's yeah, great. It gets you excited. And I started cold cock. It gave me the courage to call some people on some things that I hadn't snuffed up in a year or two yeah i love that i love that idea my dad used to do that for me i'd be scared to call somebody like a job we looked at and a lead and follow up i said man i'm gonna call him he said call him we're riding in the truck i said i'm calling him right now and i would call him and love now it. guess what love you it. do i do that to you, you do that to me actually, <laughs> maybe that maybe i'll I'm learn like, gosh all right you're right i just gotta do it you now. do, do, do that actually but, but maybe so, hey, sometimes pops, you need a little pops, kick to yeah. it'll help so you know, coaching yeah that's and good. we can do that for our friends and our kids okay see so that's cool it. so you call steven justice call steven. hold on he did he own the real estate sell the no. business sell the property why, why? give no. me the story yeah so uh, he did not own the real estate, so his his lease was up for renewal. Oh, yeah. I think that Stephen, you know, saw the numbers. I, I don't actually know what Flower Charles pays. I don't want to speculate, but I, I've sure. heard some big numbers up there. And so, you know, I think he'd been doing it since 95, right? So they closed in 17. So that point, you know, he'd been working a long time with Fat Burrito. He, he had done some other stores. Um, so I, I think he was just ready to, you know, to retire call a day. So Stephen's actually in California now. That's where he lives. Um, so yeah, he picked up, I, I think at first I, I, I can't quite remember, but I'm sure he was confused. Like who the heck is this calling me yeah. El Paparito, right? And he was in California when you originally he, called him? Uh, originally he was in Colorado, uh, when I first okay. got a hold of him and then time. found him yeah. on a rafting trail. Uh, no, I didn't find him on a rafting trip, but yeah, he is, he is an avid outdoorsman. I understand. Um, so yeah, we we just got to chatting, and you know, I kind of told him my motivation, which is similar to what I told you guys. Just hey, yeah. here's my passion about it. Here's why I'm interested. It's not necessarily a pure economic play. It's it's you know there's there's some deeper meaning, and uh, yeah, we talked for probably about a year. So I guess technically I got a hold of him in '18, um, and then about a year later, you know, we we struck our deal. To he was going to sell me the recipes, sell me the trademark. So Fat Burrito is a word mark. Um, so there's not another restaurant in the country that can be called Fat Burrito. It's a really? trademark word, right? Yep. Um, and, and you know, we've been kind of working on it. And since. he just had this sitting there. Yep. I bet it excited the mess out of him that 
a young whippersnapper didn't know what he was doing, yeah. you know, dumb, you know, young and dumb, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's part of the excitement. <laughs> you, you're cold calling him, and you're like, hey, I want to bring back your brand. back. I want to bring it back in Charlotte. You want to bring it back in South End. Yep. Uh, and, and, and see what we can make this thing work, and I want to pay a tribute. That, that's exactly right. And, and one of the things that was critically important to me mm-hmm. when we first struck this deal, and, and I told Steven I was not going to work out anything if he was not willing to kind of be a mentor, a consultant to yeah, the project. that's right? cool. Because our goal is to bring Fat Burrito back as close to the original Fat Burrito as possible. Recipes, atmosphere, music, vibe, right, everything. So how do you do that? Well, of course, you got to have the original owner's influence you bring the OG. and input. I mean, yeah. it's the only way. So. We're going to give it a good shot. I mean, you know, I think naturally people walk in and feel like it's a little shinier than it was before. It's a brand new restaurant. I mean, I think well, you got to make you, you got to be successful. Yeah, we, we got to be successful now. We, so hopefully people come and support it. Um, I'm excited. I hope everyone else is. And maybe throw an MC Hammer picture on the wall or a Millie <laughs> yeah. Vanilli picture on the wall, and you'd be off you go. I'm thinking your USB with the the, the facts. with the facts. No, so, but it's, so it, where is the where is the restaurant located? So if uh, it's called Loso Village is a yeah. development that I'm a part of, um, and Loso Village is on Dewitt Lane, which is basically at the corner of Clanton and South Boulevard. So if you're coming down South Boulevard away from Uptown, take a right onto Clanton. You take your first left right there behind Red Clay Ciderworks, where State of Confusion is. That's yeah. Triclan. Okay. So our development is right there. We we have a, a really nice little mixed use uh, development that's going to have a bunch of restaurants in it across from Guild Brewery. So Fat Burrito will be. Which the you're corner. part of the real estate side of that yep. development as that's well. Right. That's right. Uh, over there, where if old school Charlotte people, Queen Park Movie Theater was in this vicinity. Oh, really? Okay. That's and uh, yeah, because you're young. Uh, <laughs> Wet behind the ears. <laughs> but also, that's where Zach's Hamburgers was in the same area. They were just down the road, yeah, at the corner of South and <clears throat> And to give a little plug, we said this on the radio before, uh, our buddy John Marino, Old Mecklenburg Brewery, is selling Zach's Zach Old Cheeseburger. Yeah. I did Zach read Burger. that. Yeah. I actually haven't been over there trying it. I, I need to. I feel bad. Yeah, I, I have tried it. It he is told amazing. told me about it. I got all he excited. He kind of similar thing. You know, he's doing that in his business. I think this is so cool. The Fat Burrito logo, check it out, Google it, P-H-A-T, yeah, uh, Burrito. I mean, it's it's an iconic logo. I don't know if you clean, popped it up a little bit. It looks good because you were throwing stickers at me and my whole family the other night when I was just hanging out. I got excited. Uh, I need to start wearing a no soliciting sign when I'm on Bright Road. I'm like, why is this guy giving me stickers and my kids? And then you pass the collection plate around. I mean, is it, is it that hard to start a business? <laughs> yes, it yes. is that hard to start a business. <laughs> it is, it is, it is Lord, say. Goodness gracious, am I back in church? <laughs> I feel like my old Baptist days. I would love a fat burrito sticker thrown in my direction. I, I'm going to bring both you some shirts and some stickers. Some we're, sh- we're, we're starting to get swag made now that we're getting closer. Nice. Um, the sticker looks good. Did you clean it up? Did you refresh it? Is it louder? You, you know, we, we did... Uh, <laughs> Steven had a lot of really creative variations and versions of his logo. Yeah. We tried to standardize one, right, so that way we could match her paint colors and everything else. So we, we brightened the yellow just a hair just to make it pop a little more. But after that, I mean, we really just picked one of them that he had and just, you know, sharpened it a hair, and that was it. I cannot wait to come down and eat. I mean, I, I, mean, I got to be honest. Yeah. The, the, somehow one appeared on my car. Did you sabotage me? I've never <laughs> I did had not a, do that. Other than Roby, I've never had a sticker on my car. <laughs> I hope that's true. Good. That means I have a friend on Bright Road helping me out. Yeah, because we slanging burritos on those four houses <laughs> with Mike Camel. That's what we're doing. 
All right. Well, uh, we don't have an agenda for the last segment, do we? We're not talking Make-A-Wish no. Cornhole no, yet? Not yet. Well, we're going to ask Michael to stick around with us for a few minutes. Uh, will you hang out? I'd love to, yeah. All right. Michael Cox talking about his entrepreneurism, Fat Burrito, Bright Road, having fun, laughing a little. Check us out on all our social media sources at Home with Roby. We'll be back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back, Dead Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services on Trent Hayson for the Roby Family Companies. We are your hosts. If you haven't listened to this one, man, you have missed. So what a show! We got Michael Cox bringing Fat Burrito Trent back. Maybe uh, let's see. We'll put him on the spot here. Six weeks, eight weeks, give or take. Yeah, I, I think our our goal is into August, in, August at this point. Yeah. So I mean, if we can hit that, it'd be great. Uh, maybe a little sooner, maybe a little later. You know, not sure, but yeah, in August is we get it. So I'm so proud of you. I'm gonna tell you, I get my update when I see you every couple months at next door. Uh, I'm joking. I was we about to say I was waiting, I was waiting for months. you. But I ask you how it's going, and you tell me your trials and tribulations, and you're not you don't say it in a negative way. You just say, oh. I'm trying to get my build out done which mm-hmm. which Roby's not doing uh and and then you're like oh I got to order all this equipment oh I got my man my manager you got a good manager you speak highly of him if you want to give me a plug or not I don't care uh you're like I lean on him <laughs> and we're doing this and I got this checklist and the other day you told me I, I passively I get to learn this progression and the other day you told me you're hiring people you're interviewing people working on your staff trying to solicit my children um, <laughs> there's labor laws. They'd probably be pretty good employees. Uh, I think so, they'd be reliable. Yeah. So now you're in the process of staffing up, and, and I'm sure you're down to the to the ninth inning. You know, you're rounding third on getting this thing done. Uh, how has the ride been? Yeah, I, it, it's it's been a ride. That's a good way to describe it. And to your point in the plug, you're, you're right. I, we, we've hired a fantastic operating partner. His name is Lynn Childress. He's doing a great job. Um, Home Trust Bank did our financing. You're right. Roby didn't do this one, but I hope Roby's going to do the next yeah. couple of them if, if we yeah. get that far and we're successful. Um, Cluck was the architect, so they were really good. Yeah. I mean, how has the ride been? I, I So I've never even worked in a restaurant, right? So that's part of the problem. You know, if, if obviously you guys you know, been in construction and are experts there. Yeah. You know, for a decision, for you to make a decision, construction-related in your general contracting business, you know, I'm sure it's second nature most of the time, and you can make decisions, move on, and keep going. You know, for me, every little decision, for example, like how big's the walk-in cooler, right, is a research oh, yeah. process. You don't yeah. know. you got to find experts. you got to, you know, solicit advice and help. So it's been really fun in the sense that everything's new, exciting, and, you know, you, you got to research. But, yeah, it's, it's been a great ride. It's been a <clears throat> tremendous learning experience, but it, it's certainly been a ride. Well, definitely when I uh, want to buy a piece of real estate that has an iconic restaurant, old school in Charlotte, I got one in my mind right now we'll talk about in the, after the show. Uh, you're going to be my operating partner. Can't wait. Would love to. I well, mean, no, you're cutting I, I th- your teeth. I think what you just said, too, is really important there is that you, you, you know what you know and you don't know what you don't know, but you're humble enough to know that you don't know, and you're, you have the humility to go listen to those that do. And I think that's a really strong example of people that are successful in businesses. They know when to ask questions and when not to ask questions and are humble enough to take the opinion and, the, and listen to it. Um, so that's pretty cool to hear you say that, that you haven't done that, but you've leaned on some people that do. And, and you know, nowadays we got information at our fingertips, um, and so you can do a lot of this research yourself. But um, you got to have those relationships and trust. A hundred percent. Two years, one mouth, right? And there's a reason for that. Yeah. You try to listen, you know, double the amount as I talk. 
Um, and, and, you know, we couldn't have done it without the experts, Cluck, construction experts, you know, our operating partners. So, yeah, it, we had to get the right people on the team early on to help us make decisions because um, God knows if I did it all by myself, uh, you know, we, we probably wouldn't be as far as we are and we certainly weren't going to be successful. But but we hear it all the time. We're we're entrepreneurs and business guys and young, you know, relatively young and 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 foraged into mistakes and all this. And you you hear all the time. It's so cliche. If I know what I know now, I'd have never started this business. I would have never done this business. You know, I, I said earlier, young young and dumb. Uh, but but I do think that's part of why you find success because you you go in, you have faith. And you and you plow ahead, and you don't look, you don't lie down. Uh, I think that your fat burrito is going to make a comeback. I hope for oh, you as as, yeah. as my friend and such a great person that it's going to be wildly successful. You, I mean, are you one and done? What's your goal here? Can you talk about that? <clears throat> yeah, I I get that question a lot, and I I wish I had a better answer. I mean, for me. I'm pretty simple-minded in the sense of I try to stay focused on what I control, what I can control. I can only control this one that we're opening. If I right. focus solely on it and we're successful six months, a year from now, you know, we're profitable, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do another one, right? But at the end of the day, it's hard for me to think about past one, about what it could or couldn't be, because if this one fails, then, you know, that whole plan is right out the window. So, Are yeah. you going to do catering? We're going to try to do catering, not at first. So there's a couple things that I think we're going to try to do probably two or three months in. Brunch is one of them. So Stephen had a brunch menu. A lot of people don't remember that. Um, I had it, yeah. It, it, he had it. Yep. And, and I actually don't know how successful it was, but he was excited about it and we're excited about it. But to start off, it's going to be just lunch, just dinner. A couple months in, we'll probably add a brunch. And then, yes, we will add a catering piece to it, which I'm really excited about. That's awesome. I mean, I'm thinking about our business. Maybe we can buy, you can bring food over. You don't have to cater. We can make a big order for the Roby family of companies, right? We occasionally like to feed our people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We'd love to. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, we, you know, somebody has a cause or champion trying to raise money for a for an athletic association, one of our employees or their children or, or has a church fundraiser, barbecue, we always, you know, offer it up. And so... To support you, I'll go ahead and tell you, we'll buy lunch for the office uh, in August. Wonderful. Thank you. How That's about that? Will you deliver it? Yes, we'll And give your stump we'll, speech? We'll, we'll bring it to you. Will you sling your stickers out like saw blades <laughs> and make sure all my people know what your brand looks 100% like? 100% we will. We'd this love to. awesome. And I'll wear, as today, your mother lives down at Debadoo. You spent some time in your in your youth and growing up and now at Debadoo. I have a one Debadoo shirt. I wore it today, so you wore your Debadoo shirt. I was trying to flatter you. Uh, you know, you got to flatter people. So Thank you. if you give me a fat burrito shirt the day that we feed our staff, I will wear it. i got to give you a bigger one. I gave you one that was too small. You gave me one that was too tight. My pecs blowing <laughs> out that thing. <laughs> hey, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I yeah, thoroughly enjoyed this. P-H-A-T fat burrito over in Loso area, South End, off of South Boulevard, Clanton Road. Uh, Michael Cox, good luck to you, buddy. Hey, listen. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face today. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.